Goldman Sachs reports losing $1 billion on Apple Card. How? This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com slash newsletter and stay up to date. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Goldman Sachs says that Apple Card cost them $1 billion of their favorite dollars. How? Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Well, let's get to a couple other things real quick here before we wrap it up, um, because I knew this would take a while because there's just so many facets. I think it's really interesting. I, and again, same thing when we were talking about Prime Day. I'd love to know, folks, if you've signed up and, and, if, and if you have, why? Or if you haven't, why? You know, what? why haven't you jumped on the bandwagon? Um, is it privacy or is it something else? Uh, just really, really interested to see how this is going to go. I signed up for Threads because it was easy. There that's, it is. That's why there's 100 million. And see, plus. that's part of what makes it so brilliant. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, that's interesting. I, because I, I, I signed up, just as Jeff said, to reserve my name. And then when it started to take off, it's like, okay, I feel like I need to start participating a little more because that's where some of my, a lot of my audience is, or at least some of my audience is that I, that have followed me. So I know they're there. So yeah, you know, you, you go where in on main street where you do your best business. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, from nine to five Mac Wall uh, in Wall Street Journal, Goldman Sachs wants to bail on Apple's card partnership after a a shoot a eighteen billion dollar loss, a one billion dollar loss, in and allegedly they're in talks with Amex. Thoughts? <laughs> is this Apple's is, good at swinging deals? You better yeah. be good at uh, at making sure the deal works for you too. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, they're, I'm, they're I'm locked with Apple, and Apple has to prove it. So, yeah. I, I, I don't recall if Goldman really had a big, in financial services terms, where they had a big retail operation. I thought they were more uh, investment yeah, bankers and doing the behind the scenes I, stuff. I and, believe you're right. Yeah, so this, this, this was gold, gold, Yeah, this is Goldman's first consumer facing product. Yeah. yeah. This and they also they're offering savings accounts and and and, and loans, you know, for consumer loans. Mm-hmm. You know, Marcus so, is the brand that you went under. So they were talking about almost a billion dollars coming in very quickly, and mm-hmm. in, in in the door. How how did Goldman miss? Well, that's a characterization. How did Goldman manage this so that they can that they claim a one billion dollar loss? Startup costs. Is that- Apple has some really, really customer-friendly terms. Uh, they make it really easy to pay off your balance, uh, which is actually bad for with credit cards because uh, forgetting to pay your balance is how they make money. Is yeah, remember, Amex was the same way for a long time until uh, really in the 90s when they got into uh, the more financial thing. It, when you had an Amex, Amex card, you had to pay it off at the end of the month. Yeah, um, They didn't want to carry a balance on you. So. Until they started offering the, uh, the revolving credit uh, yeah. accounts. 
Mm-hmm. Now, when when a uh, financial institution does what Goldman Sachs did here, um, am am I wrong or misremembering that there's a lot of money you have to put up up front for? Um, I don't want to call it like an escrow, but you have to be able to cover costs of uh, of what people are buying. And so you have to have like this big pool of money before you start. And then over the course of a few years, um, you recoup all of that through all of the other um, fees, expenses, whatever that, that people are paying for. Yeah, they would have startup costs that uh, like City or Capital One, if they had partnered with, with them, would not. Yeah, I, I don't know what um, consumer credit, what, what Jeff, the, the, the phrase you're looking for, they have to set up a reserve. A reserve, a, thank a, you. A reserve account, okay, okay that, that that covers that they, they can meet the obligation that the creditors that they're extending to, you know, they can cover that debt. So, um, so yeah, it, I don't know what happened. Like you said, they're very friendly terms. Uh, unlike uh, uh, Meta or, or or Twitter, though, you can't scrape the data. You can't do anything with the data because Apple won't let you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I think that's one of the reasons why Goldman probably got into this um, because no one else wanted to touch it. Um, um, you know, Amex didn't want to do it. Uh, uh, technically, it's a MasterCard, so there's some relationship there. But I think mm-hmm. it's only MasterCard because we're using the network. I don't think it's MasterCard yeah, for any other reason than that. No, that's so. the only reason. Mm-hmm. But okay. You also look, look at uh, Costco. Costco, when they first started originally offering their credit card, it was an, it was with with Amex, and you know I had an Amex card, and it was uh, it was a good thing. But you know that deal felt, that deal ended, and then now Citibank took it. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Citibank's doing. I think Citibank is is uh, is flourishing with that that account because I think there's a lot of people who bought into that account. You get you get mm-hmm. some nice uh, you get some nice perks with it. I have an account with Costco, so I mean, kind of the same thing. But after time, you know, the, the Apple Card's been ho- around how long now? Has it been like uh, three or four years? Uh, something like that. So it's I I, I think after time that they, they see that okay this isn't really working for us anymore. Yeah, it's different. I, it's probably kind of different. Costco is more of a, a retailer, whereas yeah. Apple is is a is a technology company. Well, um, they are a retailer. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Costco is a retailer. Well, actually, actually, Apple is kind of a retailer. Yes. Yeah, they are because they sure have they Apple are. stores. So, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a mix of both. Um, so it's you know Costco was was the same thing. You know they. They they saw that their their deal wasn't a, a good thing anymore, and they decided to move on. You know, but the the, the, the sides are flipped here because Goldman Goldman is the one that wants out from mm-hmm. all these rumors. Um, and I'm not surprised. You know, I think they 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 bit off more they could chew more than they can chew when it comes to the the consumer you know products because, like they said, they were they were the the Wall Street golden child. They were they were they were. You know, they still are. I mean, when it comes to investments for big companies and you know private banking and all that stuff, but I, I would say Goldman Sachs can chew a lot. They can. It's a big, it's, I mean, when they say a billion dollars loss, that's you know, probably not. It's a, it's a big deal, but probably not their bottom line. Yeah, I I, I haven't seen other than this nine to five Mac article. You know, I, I don't know if I've seen anything on any of the other 
financial present that I have exposure to. Um, uh, I haven't seen Bloomberg talking about it. That's kind of the go-to right now. Mm-hmm. If you yeah, have a really Bloomberg terminal, just there has been much. So I, I, I think there's could be some. We don't know the whole story. Um, uh, somebody looked at Goldman, saw that they lost a billion dollars, and said, "Well, it must be the Apple card." Maybe there are other things that are going on there. Um, one of the things that's happened with uh, interest rates and how they've changed is that if you were going long, invested long just five years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm. you invested long, and then uh, uh, how interest rates have gone up here recently, uh, you're you're taking loss on that old part of your portfolio because right. your money's committed and you can't transfer it into a, a redeploy that capital in, into higher yielding uh, investments. Mm-hmm. I bet that's probably more the story about Goldman Sachs than it is that the Apple card yeah. could be wrong. I mean, the, the, the consumer loan business they got into, you know, Marcus, they were advertising like that crazy. I, every time I, I needed a loan, I got one and the, the, the interest rates were, were very favorable to the consumer. I think it was like five or 6% for a personal loan was, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, so, you know, a lot of people probably jumped on that and, uh, you know, the rest is, you know, what they're dealing with. I mean, that, that could be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Web wasn't what you were talking about. Uh, that isn't that was a big part of what took down Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, I, yeah, to a certain extent, um, they uh, don't get me started. Um, there's a, there's a <laughs> lot of stories on Silicon Valley Bank than than just that, but that that's yeah. that's a key part of it. Was uh, uh, that they didn't uh, redeploy their their capital when, when interest rates shot up. So. Um, just to bring the chat room in here, and I'll play a little catch-up. Cleta uh, said, I can't believe Goldman is losing money. Paul says, also, easy credit, so more individuals defaulting. Cleta um, said that Apple has the ready cash if they need to bail them out. Interesting point. Um, Apple's not the banker. Yeah, but, you know. Um, but Apple could buy Goldman. I'm not saying they would. You know, okay. Yeah. But yeah. but they they have the, the, the wherewithal to uh, – um, get into that especially if they want to get into the any kind of the the consumer finance space mm-hmm. and i think they will eventually yeah well and that feeds in brett says does anyone think that apple would take the operation of the apple card in-house um i think there are regulatory issues there that would have to be addressed yes, that, and, yes you are and right that, and that's no small thing yeah um, but a lot of them are already been taken care of because goldman's already done all the heavy lifting on that yeah. Right. So yeah. they could buy Goldman and uh, or the regulatory that, or, issues are taken care of. Or specifically no. Goldman's consumer business unit. You, I'm not it, sure that would address, though, sufficiently the, the regulatory issues. Just because well, doesn't mean that the regulatory well, uh, compliance is automatically there. Well, I mean, they, oh. they would have to... Well, to definitely operate it as a wholly owned subsidiary, uh, the way right. they do basically the small bank that was developed for the uh, the micro loans for the payment systems with the uh, Apple right. Pay. Uh, but I mean, you wouldn't be just getting the accounts; you would also be getting the people who right. are used to dealing with these kind of re- regulations. Uh, because they are consumer-focused bankers. 
am I correct in assuming that that in this hypothetical scenario, Apple buys Goldman Sachs, or at least the part of it that they need to be able to, yeah. to do Apple Card? This addresses an issue for them only in, in the United States. That yes. So, sure. is there value in buying a company just to address the the financial thing for a single country? Well, it's a, a pretty large and important company for their or country for their business. Well, and that goes back to what to what I think is Chuck's points too. Is the regulatory mm-hmm. side is very mm-hmm. complex, especially when you go multinational. If, especially when you go to multinational on the consumer side, mm-hmm. um, it's really complex there. So, I mean, it's been tough enough to, for them to, and I'm not saying they can't do it, but it's just been tough enough for them just to get Apple Pay rolled out. Yeah, let alone yeah. a full 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 blown social uh, yeah. Fiscal services, financial services. Yep. Well, yeah. what about the uh, the uh, um, levelized pay, the multiple payment thing? It took them, you know, we heard about that for a year, year and a half before they finally mm-hmm. rolled it out, and we heard it was coming. So, and here again, that's it's the complexity of it. So, yeah, yeah. And so, would Apple be better positioned to partner with Amex or Citibank uh, to? to do the Apple card and would that position them so that it would be easier to roll the card out into other countries? I think that would depend on whether any other company would be willing to work with Apple in the way they want to. I mean, with this kind of deal, you have Apple who wants one thing and a bank who wants to make money. Uh, Oh, Apple well, wants that, to make money yeah. too. So, oh yeah, but I mean, basically, it has to be mutually beneficial. If it's basically one-sided towards Apple and the other, the the other banks that are retail focused don't want to take on that kind of liability, uh, a deal is not going to get done. I mean, the the reason they went with Goldman Sachs in the first place is because they said, yes, I can guarantee they went to Amex, City, Capital One, and pretty much everybody else, too. I can't imagine they only talked to one company. Yeah. Um, no, and to, to back up what, what you're saying, as I'm thinking about it, I have an Amazon Visa. There's no Amazon Visa app. There's no Amazon Visa interface. Mm-hmm. I had to download the Chase app, and it is yeah. very clearly a Chase credit card. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there's no Amazon branding other than mm-hmm. what silk screened on the card. Yep, yep. Same with City and the Best Buy card, et cetera. Right. City and the Costco card, too. Mm-hmm. So oh, Citibank has get- the whole system in place to do this for yeah. other companies. You can even get yeah. your credit card that's affiliated with your favorite university. You yeah. know, you, you can, uh, the, what it's, uh, it's a type of branding. I can't remember what it's called. Um, um, not legacy branding, but anyway. Uh, yeah. Alumni? Alumni branding? No, it's, no, it, there's a bigger term for it. Not, not alumni, but uh, um, um, it, it doesn't matter. Just, it doesn't matter what's on the, the front of the card. It's yeah. who's backing it is the yeah. important thing. So and yeah, and I think that's kind of the big stick up with the other Vanity players. Card. Yeah, where that 
yeah, that Apple wants control of the experience, uh, why the other banks want to have control of the experience themselves. When you were talking about them going and shopping it around before it all came out, I was reminded of the when when Apple went and shopped the iPhone mm-hmm. to all the carriers, and AT and T was the one that bit, and mm-hmm. you know they they, yeah. they they won. So you have to wonder if somebody at Goldman didn't think, "Hey, we don't want to miss this," because look at Apple's success rate, look at the money they generate. Mm-hmm. This would seem to be a cash machine of some kind. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think it's interesting holding my Apple card. You can't see it because I get the lights, but it has now. the Apple logo on the front. And since it doesn't have any numbers on it, I don't hesitate to showing it. But it has the Goldman and the MasterCard logo on the back. Just mm-hmm. it's 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 they want it to be known as the Apple card. So mm-hmm. yeah. Does that mean that we'll have to get all new Apple cards? I doubt it. Um they will probably just let's say Amex does it. It'll still be a, a Goldman card until that card expires and needs to be replaced. Mm-hmm. And and my guess is what that really means is until you lose your card, or yeah, until you lose your card or request it well, for some other reason. In the case of the transition with Costco that I experienced, uh, they did set a date. It didn't matter when the card expired. Mm-hmm. So they, they just said that, the, that the, the way Apple avoid. has their card set up, I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's just an account transition and the card mm-hmm. stays the same since you can change your card number anytime you want. The problem yeah. is it's a MasterCard and then you're talking American Express. So, so there's some there's some hardware thing in the card that is proprietary to MasterCard and and I'm asking because I genuinely don't know. Yeah, I just assume that the cards. Yeah were cards yeah. and the data you put on the card determines if it's a MasterCard or a Visa well, I think or an Amex. Physical branding, I don't think Amex, Amex would yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not only that, uh, since I don't have one, does it have, is it chip only or does it also have the stripe? It has a stripe. It has okay. Some, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, little retail uh, insider here. Uh, it, if you're go the number the card start starts with depends on uh what uh the interbank <laughs> number. Yeah, yeah. It depends on what card that is. If mm-hmm. it starts with a three, it's Amex. If it car- starts with a four, it's Visa. Right. If it starts with a five, it's MasterCard. Right. Uh Amex also uses a four number CVV. And has a different number formatting than the other two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there would have to be like some kind of bridge in there to take the stripe and chip data from a Mastercard. Yeah, it, it would have to be. Ma- it has to be yeah. a card. Yeah, like they've a, worked through that trans. That's part of the transition. That that's yeah, it's just technically that's a that's a transitional service agreement that co- comes yeah. into that as so we move it. We'll transition over so. Yeah. So now, now the next question, and the obvious question is, how much will the uh, the Goldman Sachs Apple cards go for as collectors' items <laughs> on the open market yeah. after they're since, no longer functioning cards? One million dollars, since, since they have no no numbers on them, too. Right. I predict Goldman Sachs is going to keep the business, and it's not going anywhere. 
Yeah. yeah. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. We'll see how that one holds up. I, I, I didn't even think about asking for predictions. So, Webb, I, I like your prediction. Hmm. Web, but Web, I think Web figured gave us the hint as to where the one billion dollars went, because it probably that one billion dollars is probably what it cost them to issue all those titanium cars. Honestly, I think that was probably in the uh, agreement with Apple. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, we're we're over time, but there's one other one I want to just throw out, and I don't know if you guys got a chance to read it, but I will definitely put it in the show notes. It's definitely worth a read. It's from the Nation, um, and it's an article on uh, about why the basically let's see, I want to make sure I do it. Lessons from the catastrophic failure of the metaverse. Um, and it is a very well thought out article, and they point out this is why you didn't hear the word metaverse uttered once by Apple during the introduction to the Vision, the Vision Pro. So if if you can find that link and read that article, it's fascinating mm-hmm. because it it really does point out that the whole thing has been smoke and mirrors up to this point. You know, there's there's really not been anything that in any way, shape, or form that really has been delivered. And yet, Meta has sunk a lot of money into it. Meta couldn't oh, even get their own employees to use it. Yeah, yeah. Or all, that's all we heard at CES or in the beginning of this year. Metaverse. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time I was in San Francisco. I was down at the um, at the pier, and uh, I remember seeing the guy who was wearing the the, the Google Glass. Mm-hmm. And. and you know, okay, it's San Francisco and everybody's cool there. But you know, what, what was the expression that I heard? Glass holes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just, I it, it just looked odd, you know. And I think that uh, it's going to look even odder if the design that we've seen so far for for Vision Pro, seeing somebody walking around on the street with that, I just don't see it. It's going to be something. I don't expect to see very yeah. many people walking around with uh, Vision Pro. And that, those two different worlds. I, I, I oh, accept yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, this is the, this, uh, the Vision Pro is the product you walk around your office in if you ever get up from your chair. But we will see photos and videos online of people strutting down the street with their Vision Pro on their face. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and falling off the curb, yeah. and falling off the curb, <laughs> and the music in the background on all these videos—it's going to be staying alive. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say they fall off the curb; their their Vision Pro falls off and goes flying across the the street, and run over by a by bus. A oh, yeah, you know. yeah. Oh, that that would get him more views. Yeah, <laughs> run yeah. over by a Tesla. I caught that, Jeff. That was funny. <laughs> I want to throw uh, go back to the, the cards for just a second, Brett, and we'll we'll end it with with that discussion with this. The other affinity card, Brett says the other affinity card I have just changed bank providers, and we were all automatically issued cards. It really screwed up some auto pay things that I had that he had yeah. set up, and yeah. that's an interesting point. Because the well, I mean that change. happens anytime you change the number or expiration date. Right. Timeout. Yeah. I had that incident this past weekend. <laughs> the very same thing and it's with the apple card okay and uh i i I signed up for subscription service and it had a name okay i don't want to get into details but it had a name 
and I get my uh, my notice that the monthly charge had come through, but it was on another name. I go, what is this? I have no idea what it is. Um, I start searching through emails. I can't find anything. So I called, um, or I, I texted Apple to, you know, Golden Sachs and the online uh, Apple support thing. And they ended up changing my virtual credit card. And boy, did the dominoes start falling after that. Because anything that I had set up as a, a recurring charge, including payments for my my Apple phones that I have to the, the upgrade program, all of those got rejected. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I've been spending eh, 30 minutes every day going through and, and correcting and updating uh, charge because the virtual credit card number, my Apple card changed because I got something and it was a charge I didn't recognize. As it ended up, I found out literally today. Yeah, I did do that one. So anyway. Yeah, it happened to my wife too. It was a mess. Web, I had to make a, a actually it's in Omni Outliner. It's the list of everything that's associated with uh, with specific cards. So when a card number changes, I I know what I have to <clears throat> update. And holy crap, what a pain in the butt! There's so many things associated with with each of the the cards. Yeah, that's the way the world we live in. It is. Web, Web, I have to you know I have to wonder. I wanted to comment on this, but I want to lose Brett's comment. Um, I have to wonder what the world would have been like if Google had done, had implemented the um, the Google Glass without the these, for lack of a better term, surveillance technology. I don't think it would have been a product because part part of the value in Google Glass were the elements that we look at as surveillance tools. Those are the things that allowed the wearer to have an AR experience. And and if you took those parts away, then then how would you make that work? The problem is that Google is known for playing fast and loose with with mm-hmm. scraping all of our data. So anytime you put something into a Google product that can uh, collect data of any kind, it's immediately suspect, re- regardless of how they're using the data. We just immediately assume it's being used inappropriately. <clears throat> Jeff, it's a great point. You know that. Uh, Google's agenda versus a user's agenda. If they had put the user's agenda first in displaying useful information and and not collecting information, I just wonder how you know if they could could have gotten a foothold in. I just have I just have to wonder because as it, I'm I'm with you, Web. I saw people with Google Glass, and you know it looked really questionable, but it wasn't horrible. Yeah, and so you know if 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 they had been able to implement that and do that, I don't know. We might all be walking around with them on. I, I think the problem was Google had already lost our trust. Yeah. So th- I don't think there's any way Google could have released the glass product and not had all of us incredibly suspicious about uh, about what they're doing with it i mean there was so little trust in 
in how the company deals with personal information that people outside of our technology circles, you know, just average people that are watching CNN or their local news, mm-hmm. they're seeing Google Glass and they're immediately suspicious of uh, of anyone that's wearing it. Yep, that's why we're all wearing these. Yeah, good point, Ben. Guys, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so yeah. much for the for all for everything. One thing I did meant to do, and I I probably late doing it. Jim Ray was in the chat. Um, Jim was a little bit under the weather this week, so he didn't get to join us, but he did pop in the chat. So, Jim, if you're still there, sorry you couldn't make it. Hope you can get back next week. Um, we miss you, Mister Buddy. With that, we'll go around and introduce uh, where folks can find you, um, threads or not, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, so I'm going to flip it around and start with Webb. Webb, thank you so much for being here as always. Um, where can folks find you? Well, you can find me on Thread. It's Webb Bixby, uh, W-E-B-B-I-X-B-Y, on Thread. I don't know how else to how else better to say it, but that's where I'm at. So you can also find me in all the other <laughs> places too with the same name, but I'm promoting Thread today. There you go. Go Zuck. <laughs> and by the way, he's going to—he's going to kick Elon's ass wherever they do that fight so. at the Coliseum. Oh, yeah. Coliseum. Yeah. If 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 you need any proof beyond the fact that uh, that Musk try has is trying to pick a public fight, physical fight with with Zuck to show that we are in the decline of our current empire. There is no more evidence we need than that. Yeah. When when they make a ritual, like choose you, let's go fight in the Coliseum. Mister Gamut, when you're not in the Coliseum fighting, where can folks find you? <laughs> He's the lion. So. <laughs> um. Wow, it's been a while since I've done this. Let's see if I can remember. Okay, so all the social media is on Jay Gamut. Yes, you can find me at the Coliseum. Yep. Um, social media is I'm Jay Gamut, and yes, I am on Threads now too, and I'm trying to post a little bit there. Um, and um, then let's see, shows Tuesdays. Chuck, you keep letting me back on. <laughs> I just that uh, a- after today's intro. Um, uh, I've really enjoyed being on the show and I'll miss all of you. Um, no, um, let's see. Okay. So on Thursdays, Dave keeps letting me on in touch with iOS. So I keep coming back uh, earlier in the day on Thursdays, uh, British tech network, th- the big show, then on Fridays, the Mac show, and then Brand Chaffin and I do the context machine. And that's plenty for now. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. And listen, you're always you're always welcome. No matter what happens during the intros, you're always welcome. Hey, you have a new theme song now. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> apparently so. Ben Rathig, thank you for uh, for being here. You and your it's orange always, shirt. <laughs> it's all it's always a pleasure, Chuck. Uh where um, can we find you? Well, you can find me on the ten thousand different social medias at Ben Rathig on them all. You can find my website at rathic.tech. As for shows, everything Jeff just said, except for the context machine. Hey, I tried. (laughs) He did. Yeah. 
We have, we have it recorded. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. Last but absolutely not least, David Ginsburg, thank you for being here. Um, where is the best place for folks to locate you? Uh, thanks for having me, Chuck. Find me on In Touch with iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com. The three, three of you here will be on the show this week. We're coming off of a week off. Uh, uh, I also want to remind everybody, we are by the time that people listen to this, we're only one week away until MacStock. So uh, I'm looking oh, forward holy to crap! Super excited to see all you guys, or some of you guys anyway. Um, you can find me on YouTube at YouTube.com slash InTouchWithIOS. Uh, and I'm on the Mac, on the Mac show on th- on Fridays and social media. I'm Dave G sixty five the most, including uh, threads. Thank you. So David's implying that he's not going to be thrilled to see all of us, just some of us. See how that goes. Yeah, well, I, I wish I would see others. That um, <clears throat> he's very excited to see you, Chuck, and very excited to see you, Ben. And Except I uh, won't be there. And, and he's okay there. that I'll be there. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Ben, you won't be there. No, you can't. Um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, I wasn't able to script together the cash. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I had to bail out some family members. Oh, okay. Well, we'll 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 tilt a, a chair for you or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we go, folks. This is Mac Voices Live. We do this Tuesday night. It's been a weird night. I think I think we're all a little bit off from the the holiday last week. Mm, um, Tuesday night, eight, yeah, a little bit. Eight PM Eastern, five PM Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. YouTube.com slash Mac Voices TV, right here. I definitely want to thank um, the guys in the, in the chat room. Everyone uh, they threw in some great comments. We tried to get to as many as possible. Um, it was uh, a lot of fun, top to bottom. With that, we'll be back next week. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.